Welcome to Your Journey to Greatness Through Routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes, and I'm author of the book, and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine, because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in the second part of our brand new series, The Dangers of Overthinking. This is an epidemic I think that really all of us have experienced at some level or another or at some point in our lives, and some of us may still be uh, overthinking on a consistent basis. So why is it so dangerous to overthink? Well, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the very beginning of the series as we always lay a great foundation in the very first of all of my episodes. And uh, and I, I think you'll find a lot of information there, but let's continue on this list of the dangers so you can get a full understanding and scope of why it is so toxic to be an overthinker. Well, let's begin with this list of things that are dangers. Number one. It may shorten your lifespan. Harvard Medical School conducted a study on 60 to 70-year-old brains versus 100-plus-year-olds and found that those who died at a younger age had significantly lower levels of a protein that quiets brain activity. Extra thinking causes excess brain activity, which depletes this particular protein. We're not saying that by overthinking you'll spontaneously die at age 30, but overexerting the brain can have unintended effects that you might not have known up until now. Furthermore, and I've shared this with you before, when you're overthinking, typically it's over things that you're anxious or upset about. So you set yourself up with stress chemicals that can also be damaging to the brain. Number two, you get less and worse quality of sleep, which this is kind of a no-brainer, no pun intended there. Um, but we already know that when you are anxious and you're lying awake thinking and overthinking and thinking and overthinking some more, you are creating cortisol, which obviously suppresses melatonin, keeps you awake at night. And sometimes when you stay up and worry about upcoming events or overanalyze aspects of your life, Anxious thoughts will take your body out of its resting state, making you really restless. This less leads to tossing and turning while trying to sleep, giving you very poor quality of sleep if you even can sleep. And if you don't sleep well, you'll have a lot less energy causing a vicious cycle of sleep depri- deprivation and exhaustion. Number three, it can create a dangerous chemistry balance. Constantly focusing and building on hypothetical negative thoughts makes your brain less able to differentiate between hypothetical stress and stress that actually needs to be acted on. This chemical imbalance can damage your brain structures that regulate emotions, memory, and feelings. And I've talked about the hippocampus before. That's your memory center. I've talked about the amygdala hijack. That's your feelings. So brain damage sounds scary, but don't panic. Overthinking a little isn't causing your brain to be irreparably damaged, but everything you do and think does affect you and your body as well as your health and your overall longevity. Number four, 
you're prone to developing mental illness. Now, this is not a guarantee, okay? It's just a statistic that they've found in studies published in the Journal of Abnormal Psychology in 2013. They found that overthinking your faults, mistakes, and problems increases your risk of developing mental health problems such as anxiety, depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, and borderline personality disorder. Overanalyzing harms your mental health, which then leads to more overthinking, fueling another vicious cycle. Number five, it can affect your appetite. Uh, so there's may, maybe days where you don't feel like eating at all, or more commonly, you might eat as kind of a coping mechanism. Stress and worry can bring on eating foods that you normally would not eat, just to get some kind of a, a soothing feeling or sensation. And it may distract you from overthinking because you're getting the dopamine rush from the, the foods that seem to be sweet or tasty. But it's un, ultimately not a healthy way to deal with overthinking. Often eating comfort foods or sweet foods or treats in large quantities proves to be extremely harmful to the body, which then it just can, continues to send you in a downward spiral with your overall health. Number six, you may find that you are paranoid. As you begin to put yourself into a cycle where you think something is always wrong or about to happen. Number seven, it, it can be difficult for people to enjoy talking with you. And you may not even realize it, but you're pushing them away because you tend to take things too personal. And this is from the overthinking. You see, you're developing patterns in your brain. You're developing neural pathways and networks of pathways that are turning into this victim mentality or this defensiveness and the unfortunately becomes such a pattern that you don't even really recognize that you're doing it. So subconsciously you have wired this in so deeply that you're just doing it and you think they're the problem, you're not. But once we become self-aware, we decide to be more aware and we realize that that's what we're doing in case in point or we're willing to listen to somebody who has something to share with us that maybe loves us, then it's okay to just accept the fact that we've got to reverse it. And, and we can reverse it. It's not irreversible. Nothing is irreversible. You can if you're willing to work on it. Number eight, you contradict your faith because faith requires blind trust. Now, whether you have faith in your own abilities, faith in your leadership, faith in a God, faith in other people, faith in your relationships, or faith in your own reputation, it doesn't make any difference. You will begin to contradict or question your faith um, as if you continue to overthink and a lot of doubt and a lot of concern and worry. Here again, you're developing these patterns and it can become very detrimental to your ability to have hope and a good future in terms of the, the relationships you have, but also in how you feel about yourself and your own well-being. We will come back tomorrow. We are out of time for today. We'll continue with this list. I have quite a few more to share with you. But I hope this is helpful to you, and I hope you're recognizing some areas that maybe you need to work on. This is Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness through routine. Thank you for joining me.